I won more premierships alone than the other he 19 managers. He has created an absolute Boys, we are here to rant. James, we have to do justice before we just slide right into the top four. I didn't want to get off track. This, this is one of the best title races of all time. Good afternoon, and Patrick. You're in a really heated race to finish in the top four. And you trot out a B team. What do they need? What on earth? I don't have an option. I'm talking World Wow. Welcome. 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 To huh, are, you, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Ready as I'll okay. ever be. Okay. Sauce. <clears throat> Check one, two. Mild, medium, sauce. Real sauce. Welcome back to Prem to Prem, guys. Uh, match week electric boogaloo, two. I'm not entirely sure what's going on, but we're in an international break, so naturally this is the perfect time for us to come back. Prem de la Prem, fellas, ain't nothing, and ladies, ain't nothing changed. Uh, and in that sense, I got my co-host, Patrick Crowley, right here with me. How you doing, How folks? Doing, Pat? doing great. It's great to be back. Feels like just it yesterday. It was. It was in our minds and in our hearts just yesterday that we were here giving you the good word, and, and just for all the folks at home... Uh, Patrick prepared the outline, and let me just say, it was like getting a peek inside the mind of a savant. Yeah, it's it's not for everyone. Um, it's so, acquired taste. Yeah, James has the taste of garbage. No forward privileges, but no, we've been away. <laughs> we've been away for a while. Truth be told, we had a great uh, tutel bit for when he lost his first game, but mm-hmm. um, that might not be happening. So it's, we just had to, we just had to come back earlier than expected. It's like, it's like you're in a group conversation and you've got a great joke about the subject that was like two things ago and you're like waiting to get it in. And then at this point, like the conversation's moved on four times over and you're just like, all right, I'm just going to squash it. In our, in our group chat with Carl, I have the, the draft is ready. I just need them to lose. I, it's just ready. I just ready to hit send. Right. Uh, we wanted to dunk yeah. on two shell, but um, alas, mm. we cannot leave you guys waiting for too long. Here we are. Still hasn't lost yet. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll get to this, Patrick. I don't put too much respect on this on this run of his. It's pretty. It's pretty. I wouldn't expect on, you to. Yeah, no, it's pretty on brand. It's pretty on brand. <laughs> Nothing's new. <laughs> Nothing's new with me. I'm a man of simple tastes. But um, Patrick, not to make this about me. In the time since we've last podcasted, I've been out on the trail and I managed to wrangle an interview with Jack Grealish. Wow. Yeah, it um, wasn't for the pod. It was for work. And I didn't okay. speak on the call. I was the guy who said, like, thanks for your time at the end before everyone hangs up to make it feel like I contributed. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I thought we were going a different direction with that. But I, I, that's, that's just, as, just as great as I was thinking. Yeah, no, no, doing some big things for, on the work front, on the podcast front, um, yet to answer He's, my emails. Yeah, it's just one of those... He's got multiple accounts. It's just a, it's a whole thing. Business and pleasure, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to keep things pretty chill this week. We got some musings and postulations from Patrick and myself across the prem. We're going a little off the cuff. We're going uh, League Cup, FA Cup, Champions League, Europa League. And, of course, there's no other place to start, Patrick. Mm. It's our third CU again of the season. Cue those ivory keys. It seems strange that a man referred to as Sheffield United's Sir Alex Ferguson have navigated them to one of the worst teams in Premier League history from a statistical standpoint. But Chris Wilder was a massive figure for them, and it just seems like he came to heads with the ownership at the wrong time. Christopher John Wilder was born 
September 23rd, in a log cabin. 1967, Stockbridge, England. <laughs> you just read the whole Wikipedia page. <laughs> Clocks in at five foot eleven inches. Uh, he, he played right back. His youth career was out Southampton. Oh, Chris! No. And, then, and then going to senior career at Sheffield United, um, he was only he was only loaned out four separate times, uh, which at the time was a Sheffield United record. He of course went on to manage at Alfred Town, Halifax Town, Oxford United, Northampton Town, the Big Four as they're known. Before getting a chance at Sheffield United in 2016. Damn you, Chris! He Damn brought them, brought them from League One all the way up to the championship. And if that wasn't enough, he brought them all the way to the Premier League. He got his manager of the year that year. Mm-hmm. He got a new three-year contract, four-year contract. They finished ninth last year, then sacking was inevitable. It was. It was. A, it was a sad party, and I'm sure for most of the Sheffield United fans, a lack of investment, a big old dud on Ryan Brewster. And that's yeah. How it they up. waxed Liverpool for that. Waxed them. Sure did. Was sure it 20, did. 20 million for the kid? Mm-hmm. Yikes. Well, wasn't part of the reason that he actually left um, after we can you can get off from his measurables um, that he wouldn't. The, the rumor is that he didn't want a technical director. And if his resume includes signing Rian Brewster, you know, I'm, I'm siding with the board there. I don't think he wanted Rian Brewster. That's what I heard, that the ownership wouldn't invest in the players he wanted and was like, here you go. Mm, it was always going to be yeah. two sides to the tail, I two suppose. Two sides. Two sides to every story, Patrick. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Interesting. He's rumored to go to Celtic, which would be, I think, a, a, a promotion for him. So that's um, and I think he's earned earned as much. So I'd be excited to see what where he does would future. Celtic rank in the Premier League. This is like how would Bama football do against um, the Jets? You know, where, how would Celtic do in the Premier League? I would. I mean, I'd 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 love to know. I'd I'd love if that league was was lumped in. Um, but I gotta say, they they'd probably be fighting for fight fighting to stay up. Would be my guess. Yeah. Gotta be. I think they'd have the quality to do so, though. I, I, I should make that point clear. Mm-hmm. I think they'd be mm-hmm. right around 16th, 17th. Caliber. A respectable staying yeah. up team. Yeah, yeah. Well, all the best to Chris Wilder. We had we had pinned uh, third time's a charm. See you again to Steve Bruce, who we will without a doubt get to later on. But Chris, this one's for you. It's it you know it's long overdue, and we apologize in advance for the disrespect of waiting so long to do this to finally put you to rest. Patrick, that was a beautiful eulogy, um, mm-hmm. straight from the heart. Straight from the heart, I'd say. The only, the only place that information came from. All right, folks, we are not doing game of the week, lame of the week, shame of the week. It's just too complicated. And in a time of stress and worry, why don't we just muse on some things? This is Patrick's mm-hmm. dubbing museum of mu- musings. Um, Patrick, do you want to explain this? It's just where you go to just look around, right? There's a lot going on. There's a lot to consider. There's the league. Where do mm-hmm. people finish in the league? How do the European competitions play into that? How do the cup competitions play into that? All of a sudden, we have international duty that has a little bit more weight than maybe it had in previous times. So there's a lot of things at play right here. So there's a lot of things to look at in this museum and muse about, muse upon, uh, pontificate, I believe you said earlier. 
Uh, so I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it. I'm looking forward to, to musing with you, James. And is the idea that we stick on stuff that's worth musing about and, and leave some other stuff behind? Yeah, well, that's where I think I'm going to need your help. Um, I could muse on everything. I take a long time at a museum. I'm, I'm looking at everything. I'm saying, You're, oh, no, no, no kidding. No stone uncovered. I mean, uh, that's, that's probably how um, you know, some great paintings got missed. Is uh, you didn't look at all. You ever you ever stare at a painting so long in a museum? You're like, what am I doing? I have, and then usually I stare longer <laughs> to try to get out of that. Uh, it's kind of like this <laughs> never-ending loop. Usually, <laughs> ones that I really gravitate towards are landscape, specifically like seascapes, like uh, waves you like crashing. seascapes. Yeah, like waves crashing. Big nautical rock. scene. Yeah, like a big scene. Maybe a couple ships in the distance. What uh, kind of ships? They gotta be tri sales, at least one tri sale. Um, okay, like New World. Yeah, yeah. Like um, Columbus sailed, sailed the ocean blue era. Um, not we're not a pro Columbus podcast. No, we're actually so. anti. To yeah. be clear, yes. anti Columbus. But I'm just talking about the era of ships, and I don't know yeah. how better to describe that. Um, so, so yeah, that's what I'd be looking for. And so okay. that's well, maybe we'll maybe I'll let you know what I think is my um, my seascape amongst this museum. Fantastic. Um, I'm going to just go off, off on the record, off the cuff, off the bat, say the title race is not worth our time, Patrick. Mm. It's not worth our time. Man City just cannot stop winning. Man United cannot stop confusing, albeit beating City, which, you know, if it had happened in closer proximity to the cast, we could have gone on about. But things have changed. Things have moved on. There have mm-hmm. been material changes. So why don't we just go ahead and call it here? It is what it is, Patrick. You know, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep doing our best. Man United will. I think they're the only challengers really. Um Yeah. Kinda kinda gotta lock it in for Pep, no? Yeah, we gotta crown them. We gotta crown them. I think really all you're talking about with Manchester City is um at this point, how many trophies can they win this year? Um they're in, of course. Uh, all four that they could be eligible still uh, to mm-hmm. the quarterfinals in Champions League, uh, League Cup final, or semifinals, the FA Cup, and of course front runners for the title race. So let's see. They'll be let's coming see up a lot do. later down the line, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Sure. We'll, we'll be talking about City, no doubt. Uh, but yeah, crown them. They've done it. Mm-hmm. Give me the rundown on the European places. This is where it gets a spicy. Uh, this is Prem de la Prem has always been a European place podcast. This is where if you, you got your if you guys Van have Gos. been around since the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, basically the title race is Mona Lisa. Sure, it's famous, it's got prestige, whatever, but it's like who cares? It's just overrated. Not like, yeah, it's not like that technically good. Of a, you wait in a line for two years no. to get a glimpse of it, and you're like, it's just a give me a Van Gogh where I can see the brushstrokes. Give me one. Of like those. I see this on Instagram, just bogging down my feed. Any minute on, on any given day. There's a, a million modern Mona Lisas. You could not have said it better. You could not have said it better. Um, that's, why, any, that's why I said it. So, Anyways, um, yeah, one of the Van Goghs that I'm musing upon in this, in this room. Um, actually, I don't know that we need to muse upon it, James, because I think for your Manchester United, the bag is secured. They're nine points mm. clear of fifth mm. to mm. stay into the Champions League. If you want to talk about a crazy scenario of you know, say uh, a Liverpool winning the Champions League and Arsenal winning the Europa League, you know, then fourth mm-hmm. place becomes 
uh, a Euro- Europa League spot. But let's not let's, yeah, let's not get into that until we've we've seen those those clubs no, go a too bit many further in those competitions. We'll talk about that at a later date. But for me, right now, I got to assume they're nine points clear, nine games to play, in pretty damn good form. You know, despite a few disappointing results here and there, uh, or disappointing showings, I should say. Mm. No, um, better than ever. Form's better than ever in the Premier League. In the Premier League, absolutely. Yeah, of yeah. course. Um, that is why we're here now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't think we need to muse upon them any further. I think that they've no, secured the I, bag. No, I think what's important. If you're of the Manchester United persuasion, is to ensure you finish above where you did last season. So if that's third, you've got to make sure you finish second and secure first class baggage. Well, I guess it would be like business. You want to make sure you're not in economy plus. You you mm. want to be able to say you're in business class. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Because I mean, yeah, it's just a. It's not like the difference. You want to you want to make sure economy. you want to make sure you can go vertical when you're trying to catch some Z's, right? I mean, like hor- I mean horizontal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the difference between economy and economy plus is is closer than economy plus to business. It's a new it's a new level up, you know. So the delta I understand entirely. Um, yeah, bag secured. Moving on, third place Leicester. They're eight points clear. <laughs> I would say, James, that the bag should be secured, right? They're only one point less than Manchester United. Um, but where do we stand on Leicester? Are we buying or selling them as a bag-secured Champions League team? I think the most Leicester thing would be them slipping down to fourth place, thinking they got away clean. And then, oh, what do you know? You get an Arsenal and Liverpool European gazump. And, uh, that would be incredible. Leicester. That would be... That would be Quite the story for the little old Lester Patrick. We give Brendan Rodgers a lot of stick, and he is going through a hell of a lot of injury problems right now. I'd say just as bad, if not worse, than the famous Liverpool Football Club. Agreed. But he's navigating it expertly. I think they could still drop down to fourth place, give up that that lead to Chelsea, but they're not giving it up to the shambles that is Tottenham or Liverpool, and I think West Ham is only going to try and stabilize. So it's a bag secure for me. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I think that I think that Rogers um Rogers still has to prove himself a little bit for me. You know, I did okay. claim I did crown them as the big 7 earlier this season as the newest member to the big clubs. Leicester's the big 7. Right, cuz Arsenal's still seven. in there. Yes. yes you don't replace, absolutely. you don't replace bigs, you just add. Mhm. Mhm. Soon the Premier League's going to be the big 20. Uh, but at this stage, Leicester, they're part of the bigs. They're in there. Um, but they they just dropped the ball. They dropped the ball in the Europa League. Obviously, last year they really shit the bed. We know they're without uh, you know, they're without Harvey Barnes. They're without James Madison. Madison. They're without uh, their Vardy's backs. Not, yeah, Vardy's not playing fantastic. So No, no, but Kelechi stepping up. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing that I marvel at. It looks as though this Leicester team has the nerve to hold on to this, uh, the work mm-hmm. that they've done. I suspect that they'll hold this on, um, but it's it's still something I'm keeping my eye on. So bag not mm-hmm. secured for me, uh, but like you see it coming out of the luggage carousel, you know? You're like, ooh, that's mine. And then you kind of shuffle closer to it mm-hmm. with the irrational fear that someone is going to take it in the space between it dropping down and getting to you. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. So Lester's yeah. just they, they just gotta be patient. Let it come to them. But no, I think they're I think they're good. Let's get to one of um 
one of my particular favorite musings right now, um, which are the boys in blue, Chelsea. Chelsea has gotten back up into fourth mm-hmm. place. We mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. They're undefeated under Thomas Tunchell. Um, mm-hmm. That's got to be what, like close to two months now. Um, since the the damning defeat to Leicester, I looked it up. Credit to me, I did some preparation. Since mm. uh, January, I believe, when uh, Lampard got fired, right? Haven't lost since January. Unbelievable. Um, so yeah, they're two points clear of West Ham in fifth place. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we can't crown them yet. But James, I think the discussion here isn't, um, you know, are they or aren't they a championship team? Is is this a is this a new manager bounce? Is this a new a new page? Like, who is this side? Uh, they're very impressive under Thomas Tuchel. They are impressive. And Patrick, I thought they would be... Well, first of all, let's make this clear. Fat Frank waddled so Tuchel could run. This is all of Frank's foundational work that went in at the beginning of the season, and now Tuchel is reaping the benefits. Um, but no, mm-hmm. I'm surprised. I thought Tuchel's Chelsea would be an attacking force, you know, um, a, a real powerhouse finally ra- uh, raking in the goals that you would expect out of a Werner, Ziyech, Havertz, Hudson-Odoi, etc., Pulisic out of that offense. But what he's done is he's tightened up the screws on his defensive backs who are like, think about all the Undertaker-esque resurrections that have gone on. Christensen, Alonso, uh, without Thiago Silva, so Rudiger back in there, Azpilicueta back in there. And then he made Conte look like N'Golo Conte, one of the best uh, Conte's incredible you know, right central now. defensive midfielders pivots in the world so credit to Tuchel I think it's a bounce I, th- I think it's a bounce and I do think it's going to carry them to at least fourth place if not third place maybe even second place you know you don't want to rule it out but um I think I think the test will start for him next year when people are more used to his antics I'd say yeah I'm not, I'm it's tricky, right? Because he, he managed at Dortmund, and you're never going to win anything as long as you're going up against Bayern. So you well, can't really gauge him. Unless that. you're Jurgen Klopp. Sure. So he's not Jurgen Klopp, and then we could, we could stop there. Leave it and at then that. he goes, goes to PSG, where you're measured on one metric, which is do you win the Champions League or not, sure. which is hard to do across the board. And he got them to the final, and he wasn't really given credit for that the way that I think, in hindsight, maybe it appears he could have deserve some of that some more of that credit it was you know oh he had an easy row they got lucky it was only one tied affairs like there was some there was a lot of narrative around like psg had mm-hmm. an easy road to the final mm-hmm. uh, and so i don't really know much about the guy uh but what i can say is i i think they still struggle to break teams down uh, yeah. the low the low block is becoming so damn popular in this league it, it's, it's it's pretty frustrating uh to say the least, just as a as a neutral viewer, I wish more teams would just play like, uh, like, like you want to be mid table, you can play like Leeds. You know, you're not going to get relegated playing like Leeds. Just light up the scoreboard, you'll be okay in the long run. Uh, so I wish we didn't have that, but we do, uh, and they struggle with that. A lot of teams struggle with that. Uh, United still struggles with that, breaking down a low block. I think I think Manchester City is doing an absolute phenomenal job of just being patient, boring, and destroying a low block over 90 minutes. That's what they're doing effectively yeah. that no one else is doing. Chelsea sure. will struggle with that. There's no other team that's good outside of Manchester City at that. And they look pretty damn good on the counter. The goal, the goal they scored in the um, in the Champions League, the I think it was Emerson, came on and they just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. end-to-end counter. Just, just ended Simeone. Yeah. Right. Just clean, clean. So, I mean, I think this team, if, you know, 
if they play tight, yeah, it's not. It's it's an it's a it's a pragmatic version of football, and it's getting the job done. I don't. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's next year for them. I think next. I think he's done what he needs to do, which he's going to secure the bag in Champions League, and he's got a shot at two cups now as well. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's a sure it's a does. great it's a great first campaign for Tuchel. It's not said and done. Um, you know, I think the only way that Chelsea fans aren't you know, kind of over the moon going into next year, presumably spending in the summer, is if somehow he loses hold of fourth place and they obviously don't win it. Right. Cards. It's tough but to see. I don't see. see that happening. It's tough to see. No, and credit where it's due, he's proven himself to to know his tactics and organize a team. He's got them very well organized. 100%. I think his man management is going to come into question. He's obviously, when you see him on the bench, very eccentric, very animated. He does things like, he, he's a big prove-the-point coach. Like, he, he brings on hudson Adoy, then subs him off you know, in the same game, like does questionable things like that. So it's, how is he going to control this locker room of superstars of which there are a lot of now, you know, Pulisic and, and I could go on, but how's he going to manage this team? Who does he not just as important as who he brings in? Who does he let go? And then mm-hmm. how does he keep the locker room on side? Yeah. One and to watch his, Patrick. One to watch. Yeah. And his summer should be interesting, right? Cause he, he, you would assume he would have the resources he would want. So I'm interested to see what they do yeah. this summer. Yeah. I was reading it's Abramovich's personal mission to sign Erling Holland. I also read that about the Glazers, but I think the Glazers are still trying to figure out who Holland is. The Glazers just submitted a uh, $110 million in $1 bid for Jaden Sancho just last week. And they're like, guys, it's still, it's not the transfer window, and it's 120 or bust. <laughs> and that was in response to last summer. They just put in their response, their rebuttal yeah. bid. They were trying to they were trying to to to, uh, to stall and just see if it it, it broke the leverage. Uh, but meanwhile, don't worry, they'll be play. they'll be eating out the palm of our hands. Yeah. Anyway, hammers. Yeah, uh, marvelous, Mister Hammers. Great season from them. Uh, they've they're they're right in the mix of things. Two points off Chelsea. Hell um, of a season. They seem to be got a, a new. A new shot in the arm after Jesse Lingard joined. Um, Jesse Lingard probably been one of the better players in the Premier League since going over there. Sure enough. Um, playing very, very well in that system. And they're just humming as a team. Um, it's just hard for me, no matter what's ahead of them, um, you know, especially after that, that Arsenal result, uh, to see them keeping pace mm-hmm. with those three teams we just talked about. Mm-hmm. That's what's tough for me. It's not a slight against West Ham. I no, just think not push at all. comes to shove, you know, I, yeah, yeah do, ha, have they, was the Arsenal game kind of the beginning of a loss of confidence, you know, and like a, a few points that they should have had, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if you're going to be in the Champions League, like that's not a lead you can blow, you know? Uh, no. So that's, that's where I think maybe they just don't have that, ne- that next little thing uh, to knock one of those other teams and, off. And to steal one of your phrases, Patrick, the stakes have never been higher. I think when you're a team mm. like West Ham and Moyes has got them purring for from the first match week to like the 25th match week, you're just playing your game and you're not looking you're like it's it's a classic trope, but you're not looking at the table. You're just you're just going from week to week, game to game, carrying on the momentum. And now finally, less than 10 match weeks, 10 games away from the finishing standings. You're West Ham. You're, you're, you're in fifth. You're like, oh boy, like this is absolutely real. They just bottled three goals, a three-goal lead against Arsenal. And beh- before that, they lost 1-0 in a pretty squeaky match against United. 
And now it's like, well, what do we do? Do we make a push for Champions League? Do we try and consolidate and secure Europa League? Because you got to think Tottenham, Liverpool, Everton, even old Arsenal, they're going to be chomping at the bit to take that off of them. So it'll be interesting to see how they stick or twist in these next few games. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about them staying in the in the Europa League. If I'm being honest with you, I'm worried about mm-hmm. them. Uh, but they got they got Wolves out of the international break, followed up by Leicester, a break at Newcastle, and then Chelsea. So I think we're going to learn a lot about them. You know, with yeah, you know, in the month of April, figure out what, yeah. what we're going to see it from them in May. Um, Spurs, three <sighs> points off Chelsea, <sighs> sixth place. Wow. What do we what make, do make of, of this team? What do we make well, of Spurs? You know, it's tough. to it quote really is. Jose Mourinho, for a team who don't understand the basics of not just football but life, they still <laughs> they still find themselves in with a shout of not just Europa League but a cheeky Champions League. It's not going to happen. I actually think this team is trending downwards and trending downwards fast. But the talent in the team, maybe you get Hyungman Son back before the end of the season. Maybe Mourinho will do enough to save his skin and secure a Europa League spot. In fact, hot take, Patrick, there's a hefty, hefty price that Daniel Levy has to reckon with if he wants to let go of Mourinho. I think it's somewhere around $20 million. I was, I was um, reading something closer to 40 Wow, okay. I mean, money these days, am I right? Right. But here's my take. Here's my take. If they weren't in this delayed League Cup final, which I think they're going to get walloped by uh, City in, this delayed League Cup final, normally they happen in February. Now I think they're happening, is it this month, Patrick? Do you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's, oh, no, it's not, it's not March. It's, it's, it's like mid-April. I want to say it's like the tw- 17th, okay. like 20th, something like that. Anyway, point, point, uh, I just saw it's the 25th. Point being, I think he'd be out the door already because of what happened in the Europa League and how disastrous it was. And we will continue that line of thinking a little bit later in the pod, but um, I think this team's trending down, not up, and it's up to them to reel in those reins and eke out at least a seventh or stay where they are in sixth. Here's the thing for me, James. I think in a single game, and I'm not. This isn't me having a go at Spurs, but these players haven't won a trophy, like of any importance, right? In the League Cup, you can say what you will about it, but it's still an important trophy might not be the same caliber or whatever of the other ones that they could have won, but they'd be very, very happy to have this trophy. Harry have you seen that thrilled. picture of uh, uh, Michael Jordan crying with the NBA championship and the caption is Harry Kane at 35 winning his first trophy, comma, <laughs> a league cup? I did see that. It was cruel. It was cruel, but I did laugh. Uh, but my <laughs> point but is, I think, I think that Spurs will be up for that league cup final game. I think that Mourinho will have them up for it. I think that they will know the stakes. I think they will want to win that trophy. And if they win that trophy, I could see them getting on a little bit of a kick, a little bit of a bounce, and making a run if Chelsea slips up. They're three points off Chelsea. I don't think that they have that difficult of a schedule. I'd be interested to know if they play Chelsea. I'm going to look that up right now because that's the difference right there. If they can beat beat Chelsea. It doesn't look like they Mm -hmm. do. It looks mm-hmm. like they've already had their two games against Chelsea. So I wouldn't sleep on it, but I think the ca- the only catalyst for them um, making the League Cup final would be, or sorry, making Champions League via the league would be to win the League Cup final. 
I think that's the only catalyst at this point because I agree. I think they're trending down. But I do think yeah. they'll be up for that final. Okay, so to you, it's League Cup. Not, not only League Cup all or nothing in isolation, but that is going to affect their Premier League form in the season. Yes, yes. I think, I, think it could, I think their form will stay the same or it can uptick positively and they could go on a run. Um, I, don't, I don't really see them slipping out of Europa League. That would be an absolute disaster. Okay. okay. That would be a disaster if they drop to eighth. On unmitigated proportions. With Mourinho's contract, with Kane's, the Kane rumors, which I don't really buy, but no, all that shit, like that would be real bad. So yeah. we'll see. On to uh, something right. else that we can describe as real bad. Uh, it's Liverpool season. <laughs> Liverpool, five points off. You've been described by some as real bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're five points off the pace, uh, five points off the Champions League fourth place pace. That's right, Liverpool. For me, Liverpool. I got to think it's... um. All, all eggs in the Champions League basket. I don't know if there's much mm-hmm. to muse on for, their, for no, their league season. No, hold this muse until we get to the Champions League section. We are looking at a bona fide cup team, Patrick. I don't wow. even think Klopp has them training during Premier League weeks. It's a little it hot look tip like I it. got. It doesn't look like it. No, and I'm going to throw this out there. Please. Let's say they make the Champions League final. Um, of probably against Bayern or PSG. It's June. Are you looking at Van Dyke's corner and being like, give it to me straight. Can he play? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I mean, what is the... It depend, like, let's imagine they finish where they are now, it's which like, is seventh. Yeah. And that's, that's Europa League play-in games. What, what, what is the monetary value of getting a Champions League? It's probably worth, like, you know, 100... 150 million, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Security for the next season. Ability to recruit a, top class. Talent. That's a that's a that's $80 million center back if Van Dyke gets hurt in that game. So when the classic response is, uh, it's not worth the risk, it's like it might be. It might be. Maybe not for Van Dyke, but for Liverpool. Yeah, he's like, Do I have a say in this? Yeah. No, I mean Well, he's is, I mean, they're already if you're I'm doing sure listen, listen. It. I'm sure if it's mid March and you're putting out hype videos of him doing like sprints and training. You better hope, social media manager better hope, he's game ready in two months. Yeah, the only I'm no thing, doctor. I have no idea how that works. The only thing that I would maybe call into question is match fitness. And so maybe it would be a thing where you just name him to the bench, and if you can get mm-hmm. yourself like a, a one-goal lead, he plays the second mm-hmm. half or something. I feel like, like when you say, I'm not a doctor, your follow-up statement is about to be an absolute slander of the medical profession. 100% of the time. There is no in-between. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's nothing to muse on there at this point. Mm-hmm. We got Champions League ahead of us. Um, mm-hmm. Everton, James, this is my seascape. This is my seascape. Everton, to me, is the most interesting team in the league right now. Everton okay. is five points off, so level on points with their Merseyside counterparts. However, they have uh-huh. a game in hand. A game Ooh. in hand is against Aston Villa. So long Ooh. as Aston Villa doesn't, don't, don't have Jack Grealish, that game is against nobody in particular. So I think that that game is in the back. I put them two points off in my head. Um, I honestly think they are very much in play for Champions League. It, they would require some help off of Chelsea. Uh, but I absolutely expect them to be in the Euro- Europa League places. I absolutely expect them to finish seventh or higher. They're eighth right now. Obviously, it's not the hottest take in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, that they, I think that they're more likely to finish higher 
I, I would rate them higher than probably West Ham or Spurs. And probably Liverpool, honestly. I put them wow. like, it's wow. like fifth right now in my head. Because I don't think what Liverpool's going to... What a take. I think Liverpool's mailing it in. I think Spurs, I think they're trending down. And I think West Ham is just going to feel the pressure of like being in that space for the first time. And so mm-hmm. I think that Everton, with a very, very experienced manager, you know, finishing, you know, like this is nothing to him. He's got three Patrick. Champions Leagues. Patrick, some people like cats, some people like dogs. This is your museum seascape. I'm walking past it thinking, hmm, that's dog shit. I'm going to look at the sculptures. Mm, uh, that's mm, my, th- my, I could not agree to disagree more with you here. Everton, I, I've cooled. I liked um, Cat, Cat Dog, the animated series back in the day, if that helps kind of get to, to where, what we're looking at. Maybe there is, you know, maybe there is hope for us yet. Uh, <laughs> um. I, I, I could not have cooled on Everton more in these past few games. I saw their limp display against City in the FA Cup. They got humbled by Burnley at home. When James Rodriguez isn't in that team, Patrick, they're not humming. Calvert-Lewin has slowed down from what's been a very impressive season, so they don't seem to have that goal threat right now. And they look vulnerable at the back. Um, but it is time for Pickford to put in his rare form going into a Euro, so I'm not going to take that away from them. But it's funny. You say this is the most interesting team. I say it, 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 it's, it's done. Champions mm. League, it's done. Europa League, done. It's not going to happen. They're not going to make up ground on Spurs or Liverpool. Maybe Spurs. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. They got a game in hand. And like I said, they got, they got, they got Palace next. They got Brighton after that. Okay. I think they can put some pressure on those places. Then, of course, I they, would they love have Spurs. To be wrong. They have Everton. They have Villa. They have West Ham. They have the teams that they need to beat right in front of them. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's there. It's there for the taking for them. The way that like no one else, I think, really has it like in their hands as much. There's no one I'd rather be proven wrong by than you. I don't believe that. Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> What's next, James? Ooh, yeah, comma Gunners, comma yeah, mm-hmm. circa 2021. What? What is up and what is down with this team? It, I mean, if you follow, if you ride the wave of Arsenal Reddit, Arsenal Twitter, it seems like you've got all the pieces to put together a run. You know, the team's starting to click and then you're like, oh, hang on, wait a second. Um, volatile form, to say the least. Sitting in a cool ninth place on 42 points. Nine, right. nine off the pace from Champions League, which I think we can all agree is is gone, and Arteta would say as much. Are we looking at a Europa oh. League team, Patrick? I don't think anyone could answer this better than you, a fan yourself. Are we are we still trying to get something out of the Premier League, or are we looking to the cup? Well, I think as far as Champions League goes, yes, it would require an absolute miracle for Arsenal to finish in the Champions League place. Uh, I thought we were getting that at West Ham, but alas, we only got the draw. In your notes, you wrote it will require a true miracle. Yes, I do believe a true miracle. Like I believe, I think that's like the next level of miracle beyond just yeah. a flat miracle. Like it, not speaking in hyperbole, like a, a, a genuine, universally accepted miracle will need to take place in order for Arsenal. Like uh, to the 1980 USA hockey win over the Soviet Union was just a miracle. This this would be a true miracle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a true miracle would be like. Um, I don't know, like Tuchel, uh, Moyes, Klopp, and Mourinho all agreeing to play only their youth kids in the league or something like that. And then <laughs> Arsenal just going past them. 
So true a miracle territory. Yeah. Um, I think okay. Europa League's still in in play for them. Like I said, I'm not overly convinced by the teams that are ahead of them. Arsenal on paper have st- based on league position at least on paper the easiest schedule remaining of anybody in the league. So there's certainly the opportunity for them to make a run. They play all four, all five, sorry, of the bottom five. Um, obviously, those are like, for Arsenal, those are not guaranteed three points. No, but bottom five could be the new top five. Yeah, the way they against Arsenal, down there. It's, it really doesn't matter. Um, however, Arsenal have a pleasurable run of fixtures ahead of them, but I do think if you would ask most Arsenal fans, myself included, uh, we're looking to take the weasel way into the Champions League, mm-hmm. and that's by going... Um, through Slavia Praha, where we'll be the people's champ due to um, a men of culture incident uh, that is pretty, Which pretty obvious and one-sided. Uh, then we get to face off against Emery, against Villarreal in the semifinals, and then potentially Manchester United in the final. And that is... Yeah, drawing a lot of a that's lot destiny's, of but... That's destiny's path right there to glory. So It would be a great path. It would it was, it's, path. The story is almost too good. Almost too good, uh, mm-hmm. but no. I think that that's 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 where our attention are. I think Arteta's team selection even tells you that uh, in the Premier League. So that's where they're focused. Um, they're good focused stuff. there. Yeah, slayed the slayed the dragon of Olympiacos. Buried those buried those demons. Mm-hmm. It was an impressive loss. Mm-hmm. I it was the classiest one nil loss to advance I've ever seen against a ten man side. Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you've got Villa in your notes. I don't want to. I I don't want to no. tarnish my my mouth with their their name. Um, you know, it, just, it was a fun ride. It was a fun yeah. ride. But I don't even want to watch their games without Grealish. He makes that side tick. He's what makes them exciting. And they went up against a dumpster fire Mourinho Spurs team, just asking to get whopped and lost. Um, whopped is of course not the, um, not, not the verb, uh, conjunction of the, uh, Cardi B song. It's, it's just something I made up on the spot. Mm. So yeah, I, I, I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say. It's fair. That's fair. There's a few other clubs that don't matter. Um, we'll get them out of the way. Leeds, Palace, Wolves. They're all just going to finish in the middle of the table. Won't be in Europe. Won't go down. No point in watching them really. Uh-uh. See you next year. Yeah. Should we talk relegation battle? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get so, it. So, West Brom and Sheffield are going down. Um, we'll talk Patrick, about I order. want to throw this out there. Mm. West Brom, come back from the international break. Win their next game against... Oh, okay. Never... Away to Chelsea. Okay, let's say they beat Chelsea away. Yes. Uh-huh. What, are we, what are we thinking? Does that change your math? Five yeah, points I mean, back su- on Fulham. Yeah, I suppose they're ten points clear of, or off Newcastle, which is where they really need to be. Uh, right. I mean, I would love, I would love for um, Sam Allardyce to be in a relegation conversation. So I'm, I'm rooting for them over the next couple of weeks. What do they? Yeah. What, what do they have after Chelsea? Let's see. Uh, we got Southampton. Southampton has not won in the league. We'll talk about them in a minute, but they've not won in the league this this year. Against anyone, but against Sheffield, Villa without Grealish, trash. Wolves, uninspired. Arsenal, anything's possible. Liverpool, same deal. West Ham, they'll probably lose that. Leeds at the end. Yeah, no, I don't think they can do it. I don't think okay. they can do it. 
Okay. They got to win wanted, a lot of games. I just wanted to create chaos for a second. I'd love Let it if go they off. did. All right. Let's talk Fulham scrounging to safety, trying to claw back Newcastle, who, by all accounts, should have fired Steve Bruce by now. I, I was reading that players left. What was their, their loss to Brighton? A 3-0 loss against fellow relegation fodder, which is essentially the, like, we've given up, wink, wink, like owners, the players have given up. Mm-hmm. And Ashley's just like, yeah, trust the process. See you at yep. training. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Like, there, there's a manager, there's a dead man walking, and no one seems to be willing to flip the switch. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, that so full probably insensitive. Yeah. So. Two points, two points from safety. Um, Newcastle does have a game in hand. Everybody has a game in hand on Fulham right now, so that's just an important thing to remember in this. Um, they'll need a little bit of help, but James, it really, one of the another seascape here is that Fulham and Newcastle play each other in match week thirty-eight. There's a oh. very, very real chance. Now that's that a pain. That I'll game... stop to look at with you and be like, "Huh? Did you notice yeah. that bird back there? Like complete mm-hmm. stranger." Yeah, just the one the one on the tree in the shadows. And isn't it amazing how like the shadowed birds and the birds in the sun have a slightly different hue to them. Just so. Mm-hmm. Just so. Just just ever so slightly. Uh no, yeah. The the, the 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 those two teams, exactly. I mean we can move on. I don't think there's much to talk about with Fulham directly. They got a not an easy schedule, but I mean I don't think they gotta win more than like three games. You know, I don't, Let, I don't, and let's not forget, yeah. fans will be back in the stadiums for that showdown. Gladiatorial. And that will be in, um, what do they play, Craven Cottage? The Cottage, baby. Yeah, that'll be at the Cottage, should they make it Do you know far. they give out free cottage cheese at Craven Cottage? I did, I did. Okay, well, now i got to figure out if I was right or just call them a bluff. No, no, you're right. They don't do it um, at the concessions. They actually do it at the turnstile. Everyone gets some. Uh, it's just always, always enough. In and right, out. Okay. They give, they give it to you on your way in and out. They just in always, any case. Yeah. Yeah. And they allow re-entry. So you could just get a lot of cottage cheese. If you're it's actually it. reversible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like disgusting. a sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah, it's right on the river, right on the Thames, so you can just chuck it in. That river just stinks of cottage cheese. On the river where they used to build the boats. Yes. Oh, Josh Maja is there. So That's why sense. I said it. Makes sense. Oh, fair enough. That would, that would make sense. Even more so. I'm starting to, starting to piece this puzzle together. Um, Newcastle, yeah, Steve Bruce, man. What is he doing? Um, so, yeah, he's two points clear, game in hand. Um, they play all but three of their games against top like top half sides, right? For them, like top half, those teams we just talked about, like Villa and above, difficult, difficult games for them. Right. So I, I, I don't think that they're going to win. Like I, They're on 28 points right now, I think. Yeah, 28 points right now. I don't see them clearing 35. No, it's tough. It's tough to see. It's tough to yeah. see, Patrick. Yeah, so for you flip that math on its head for Fulham, uh, that's just go go win yourself three mm-hmm. games, and I think you stay up. Are we are we narrowing this down? I mean, Southampton not winning a game in 2021. You enlightened me on that on that fact, and that's astounding. But they beat uh, can Sheffield we United in the league? But other than that, no other. They beat no one else in the league this mm-hmm. year. Well, with with Brighton's game, 
against Newcastle, which was like an old, like, lift up the glasses, eer, eer, rub your eyes, you're like, is Brighton a good team or is Newcastle really that bad? And I think it's the latter. But are we okay saying Brighton has clawed their way to safety and it's really a battle of Newcastle full? I think so. Um, Brighton actually has one of the most ridiculous um, expected goal-to-goal ratios in the sense that they just seem to be missing every sitter they get uh, ratios mm. that I've ever seen. It's horrendous. Mm. There's a, Somebody put together a compilation online, I think it's like 10 minutes long, of the chances that they've missed this season. No replays. And I'll just, miss you. Yeah, real bad. Uh, so Brighton, I think, is better than their record shows. Burnley, I'm putting them in a, uh, a, the, same, the same boat. I would Don't say. Don't doubt Daesh. I think that we got enough experience in relegation battles that these two sides are staying up. Never doubt the Daesh. Southampton, though, I am... Just stop the count. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite frankly confused. <laughs> like, will they get another point? I'm not sure. Oh, Patrick, they won a game uh, three games ago. So, Yeah, the one against Sheffield United. Okay. Okay. Yeah, their, their lone league win this year was against Sheffield Copy that. United. Copy yes. that. Okay. Takes a little bit of the luster out of it, but fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I suppose. Um, <laughs> spent a lot of time on that. So, um, yeah, they're doing good in the uh, FA Cup. We'll talk yeah. about that in a second. Shall we? Should we shift gears? I feel like we covered the Europa, um, sorry, the League Cup final. Yeah. You want to talk FA Cup? I didn't think it was really appropriate for this podcast. It was unbecoming. But while we're mm. here, let's let's talk semis. Yeah. So the one that everyone's talking about, Leicester versus Southampton. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one's got a little more intrigue than maybe the common common man or woman would uh, notice. So I'm going to enliven you all. Um, Southampton, I think, can revive their entire season. If you remember, of course, James alluded to it with his witty banter earlier. Uh, when the stop the count incident, when I believe they're top of the table in match week seven or eight. Brilliant by their social media team. And now they've been utter dog doo-doo for the rest of the season. So, yeah, this is a weird thing because they've done well in the FA Cup. Um, They've also had a a favorable path, and I think that favorable path continues against Leicester. Um, And Leicester making a play for a trophy again on their own, Mm -hmm. uh, that's Mm -hmm. an underrated story, I think, this year. I would very much like Leicester to win a trophy because I don't think Southampton's going to be the one to do it, and I would like very much for them to beat Chelsea or City. So all the best to Leicester. Leicester are the people's champ in the FA Cup right now. Now, as of now. As of now, yes. Correct. Um, This round forward. So yeah, City versus Chelsea. Um, This could lock in a Europa League spot for Chelsea, You know, should they worry about finishing fourth and getting... Um, well, I guess they'd finish Europa League either way. This is probably an irrelevant yeah. thing for Chelsea. This is just uh, yeah. I think they just want the cup. Yeah, it's just cup versus cup. It's that's that's what it comes down to. Can City go get that quad? They're obviously in. There's no um, there's no everything. Arteta to stop them from doing it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Arteta took out both of these teams last year, so this is their their um their second. This chance. is the ghost of Arsenal bowl. Something that just doesn't feel right. But yeah, I mean, I think we're all rooting against City here. If I have to root for Chelsea, so be it. But I don't like this quad talk, let alone treble talk. We can't have either of those happening. Let's keep them to a domestic double. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm Team City. I want to, I'm, you know, want to see some. You want to see history? Yeah, I like Pep. 
and I don't have anything Pep, Pep gave me Arteta. And so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. You're grateful. You're that grateful for Arteta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Good yeah. to know where you're at. Good to I think know where you're at. There, I, I think we all should be. I think we all should okay. be. Mm-hmm. Revolutionizing um, the sport. I'm practicing gratitude, if you haven't noticed, James. I won't be having that. Um, Salutations. Moving on to the Champions League. We have three, count them, three Premier League sides in the Champions League quarterfinals. Manchester City, we're just talking about quad talk. Quad! This is the point of impasse for City, the quarterfinals. They've lost, I think, the last three seasons in the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's two, but they've certainly certainly stalled out here. Perhaps tinkered a little bit too much. They got Dortmund. And uh, Erling Holland scores at a clip of like four goals per game in the Champions League. So yeah. this should be a fun An one. An absolute monster. Be... Yeah. Next to no slouch in Jadon Sancho. So let's call this the, the, the Glazer Love Affair Bowl. And I think City should do them. I, I think Dortmund uh, shows they're a little bit of a funky team and that they'll give up a lot of goals as much as they score. And I think with City's defense, they'll be doing a lot of defending and a lot of scoring. So I think their challenge would come in the next round. The one you don't have here is the winner of PSG Bayern, which is the tie of the round. No Premier League team, so we're not going to spend too much time on that. But mm-hmm. I think that's where City's real challenge comes into play in the semis. Yeah, no matter how that tie shakes out. This is a good warm-up for them. I know you're upset by their draws. So they get a proper draw. They do. A bit they of a do challenge, get a proper draw. And then they get their big challenge before. I'm excited for this one. I think Dortmund will be fun to watch. They'll bring City out of it. I agree. I agree. And then I think City will just dice them. Um, but Chelsea versus Porto uh, is another draw we got our eyes on in the Premier League. Great draw. Great draw for Chelsea. If you could have picked a team, you'd pick Porto. Though I'm not sure you want them. They seem a bit like a team of destiny to me, James. A bit like a Porto Ajax. manager had words. He said, look what we did to Juventus. They didn't mm-hmm. count on us. I mean, they could be the Oral Roberts of the Champions League, Patrick. Why use Ajax when you have Oral Roberts to, to reference, James? Brilliant. Exactly. It's top uh, of mind. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, but obviously, this is a... I think, you know, we were, we were talking about this offline. Chelsea's path to the final uh, is probably the probably best the they easiest. could have asked for. The easiest, yeah. The best they could have asked for. Uh, and so, should they lose out on fourth place in the league, you know, they are in with the shout to win a trophy here. They're in, in with the shout. Um to secure Champions League, obviously, by doing so. Um, though I don't think anybody that comes out of that other side of the bracket, mm-hmm. uh, I, I would take Chelsea over them. If Dortmund comes mm-hmm. out of that, I'm probably taking Dortmund over Chelsea. Uh, and, and obviously, I think that I, I just rate those other sides a bit higher than I do Chelsea at the moment. Sure. But under Tuchel, they haven't lost. So you got to rate them a bit. What do, you, what do you make of this tie? Yeah, I think you got to take Tuchel in this one. I think you lose a little bit of steam when you're an underdog and you just take down a big giant. It's it's tough to go and do it again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chelsea seems to just bring that different level to the Champions League. They've been very, very impressive. I think Ali Giroud is like second highest scorer in the competition. So wow. he's one to watch. He might get some game time again after having a little stint on the bench. Um, disposed of Atletico. I like them for this one. And then they'll go up against one of Patrick. Liverpool Real, which I like to call the sleeping giant Baganza. Talk to me about this Baganza, James. Yeah, well, on the one hand, you've got Real, who are without a few superstars. They're in a bad, I guess, 
exactly that's that's where my mind went um they're they're in a a weird sort of rebuilding phase nonetheless obviously vinicius jr is reported to consistently be playing for the other team um Mm. i haven't i i've got my analysts my fact checkers on that um i don't think we can officially say that he does play for the other team i believe he still suits up for real but you know when you've got a front line of rodrigo vinicius and uh and Benzema is actually playing out of his skin, but that is not, say. it's not the same. It's not the same as the Real teams of old. But when you look at the midfield of Tony Cruz and Modric, uh, Casemiro, you're going to make something happen. So I, I don't, I don't expect Real to go down without a fight. You would think Liverpool has the manpower, but obviously as earlier discussed, they are a weird old dumpster fire. Also storyline here, of course, Liverpool lost the Champions League final to Liverpool, not but three years ago. So, a little miniature storyline there. That was the game, of course, where um, Sergio Ramos injured both Mohamed Salah and uh, Karius. I'm forgetting his first name, the goalkeeper at the time. Loris. Loris, who was then concussed while just giving up, you know, goal after goal after goal uh, yeah. in that game. Poor guy. Yeah. Um, truly not having a go. In it. I'm not a fan of that whole situation. But... Yeah, this one, this on one purpose too. is going to be fun. Oh, yeah, it doesn't... I mean, not that Sergio Ramos covers himself in glory often, but that did not, not, look, not look good from Sergio Ramos is um, coming together as... Uh, Do you think this is going to have a little bit of... Uh, I hope it has some. A little some. bit of needle? Some needle in it? I hope it, it does. Yeah, I mean, we could, we could, obviously there's uh, some stuff going on in the Europa League that crossed the line, uh, but I like, I like a little bit of fight. Not, not that games. kind of needle. No, that's what I'm saying. But like, it gets it gets testy, it gets testy yeah. out there, and you some get testiness. You get, yeah, you get some you get some fouls late. Mm-hmm. You get you get people hacking away. Elimination football just has a little different a different gravy to it, and I love it. That's I love it. That's why I, my yeah. first my first love was the international game, the World Cups, the the Euros, mm-hmm. the Concacaf Gold Cups, of course, um, and many other competitions. But okay, yeah, anyway, Patrick, spin, I digress. Spin the tail, spin the tail on the donkey. Uh, Liverpool or Real? I think Liverpool. I'm backing them. I I'm do too. Them. I back Liverpool. I back Liverpool for that one. I would love City Bayern on one side and an all English affair Chelsea Liverpool on the other side. Yeah, let me let me would let me ask you that. this: Do you do you think like Klopp and the guys at Liverpool have like explicitly said, guys, just like screw the league? I don't give a shit if you mail it in. It is what it is. Let's go out and win the Champions League. And that they're like that good and they can be that switched on. They can just go out and do it. I think Klopp probably has those conversations with his like trusted staff. I don't think that's a message for players. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you that's think that they're like players. you think they're like geared up more. The players are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure are. they know it because each 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 round is a flesh is sorry. Whoa. Is a fresh slate. Where Premier League, you literally carry baggage from week to week. You've got sure, sure. You've got thirty rounds of baggage, twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think Suit. Liverpool are flying by the seat of their pants in the Champions League. Uh, we've been talking, we've been throwing out a lot of bowls here and there, like we're a pottery barn. But Patrick, Europa League, this is all about how we set the stage for one last Prem de la Prem bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got. I want the United smoke, James. I do I want too. The smoke. I think everyone wants the smoke, and I, I'm glad that if smoke is had by all parties, it will be in the final. Right? Yeah, I would not have wanted to meet in in the semis. It would have felt no. 
Incomplete. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Incomplete. Yeah. United Granada. Um, I, I, I read somewhere that Granada gives up the most penalties in La Liga. So oh, Jesus. we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. And uh, Arsenal, and then we would face either Ajax or Roma in the semis, which I like our chances on, but I'm not one to be bullish right now, given our form. Arsenal, Slavia. You've put Sparta bigots here. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say oh. Slavia, Prague. That's who are correct, I think. Must be. Must be. Uh, yeah, they're coming off a shameful display against Rangers. I don't think it's our territory to wade too much into it, but let's just say racism protocol should be looked into there. And yeah, you're right. I mean, I think I'm rooting for Arsenal. Uh, I think the world's going to be rooting for Arsenal. Not just to beat Slavia, but the prospect of the chosen one, Villarreal, and Unai Emery in the semifinal. It's, it has to be that way. The good evening bull. <laughs> is, it, it does. Like We have to get through the Europa League king, the former manager. Arsenal who, Reddit will be on fire, top tier, if that happens. It'll, it will be either one of the brightest or darkest places on the internet <laughs> after those fixtures of should Arsenal get through uh, Slavia Praha, which I, I, you'll get, I will get through. You'll get... You'll get all the archetypes of Reddit users. There will be the I told you he shouldn't have left guy, which is my favorite sports fan. Yeah. Where it's like yep. a unanimously like disliked manager. Like it's when a United man, uh, fan comes out and is like, you know, I think we let go of Louis Van Gaal too soon. And it's like, oh, is, dude. It, is anyone talking about Moyes right now? No one. No, no one goes back and says we. No one. Okay. Sick, so letting go of Moyes. Moyes was clear, clear enough. Yeah. No, I think Emery was. Em- Emery wasn't a good fit. That's what he was. But he's a quality manager, and I, I like the guy. I root for the guy. It's just unfortunate that we got to be scratching and clawing our way through the Europa League to get sure. to the Champions League. Sure. So, you know, maybe, maybe next year for the guy, and then we can, we can hoist, hoist the European trophies together in Kumbaya style, mm-hmm. you know? That's, that's mm-hmm. the dream, you know? But no, this time around, I think it's, it's, it's just that. I, I do think that... You know, I don't know what the actual odds are. I suppose that's my job. But uh, I do think that Manchester United and Arsenal are probably the two favorites to go on and win this competition. So yeah. uh, that I, I hope they meet in the final. And I hope that Arsenal's uh, streak against Manchester United continues. And you already know uh, what will happen if you root for United during that game. So just proceed with caution. Not sure I like that veiled threat, but... We will watch this space. We will watch this space. And we will have a baganza of sorts prepared if this does come to fruition. So, Prem heads, cross your fingers, cross your toes, and pray for the Prem de la Prem Bowl because it will come back to you in a big way. That's a thinly veiled promise. That is, that's what, yeah, it's just, it's just a baganza. Is what we're talking about here. It's just a little teaser. It's you're you're walking yeah. past the roulette table in Vegas, and you just like flick flick a ten dollar token like it's a coin, and just see where mm-hmm. it lands. Yeah, Man- Manchester United is favorite to win this competition. Arsenal are second favorite. So, don't think that's a surprise to anybody. But thank you for well, confirming. Well, yeah, I mean, just surprise to me that uh, odds makers give me that good odds. So, okay, go ahead and take that. Okay. Uh, all right. Should we wrap out with our last couple segments? Sure. Why not? I have a quick little bit leave it, Patrick. It's a little bit leave it. It's a little bit leave it. It's a little bit leave it. I need to do a little bit of leaving 
the idea that Gareth Bale is going to score a North London Derby this season because it is no longer humanly possible. I went back, I checked the math, I phoned a friend. It can't happen. There's no way. So now, reluctantly, I'm releasing that take. I think it had to happen in the Premier League North London Derby. What happened with Dynamo Zagreb was unfortunate if you're a Spurs fan, and now there's no path, and I'm seeding this take. I think that that is um, a prudent decision at this point. <laughs> it's the only decision. <laughs> yeah. I, could, I could talk to you about some alternative options offline. Oh, trust. I was already talking about extending it to next season, and Gareth Bale said, yeah, I'm going back to Real, where he does not play. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I think that's it for me. Do you have anything you would like to leave? Um, I can't remember what I still have out there. Um, that's I think helpful. I, I think that I said Sheffield United wouldn't finish bottom after I dropped them. I dropped my take of them finishing outside of the bottom uh, three. Outside of the bottom three, yeah. Um, and I think I still believe. I think they're, they're four points off uh, West Brom. I think they can close that gap. Um. We'll see if Dominic Calvert-Lewin can catch a, a few goals. I think he's like three off the pace right now. Um, I still got the double. The Villa over West Brom double is still in play. They play again in a few weeks. Um, okay. I think I All co- right. co-authored we'll a it. Harvey Barnes one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think nothing's calling out to me. No, I probably we'll should write now. these down. Yeah, we'll leave it for now. I have them written down. Mine? No, I've got Well, yeah, I've got yours written down as well somewhere. Not all of them because you throw them out a mile a minute. But. Fair enough. Most of them. All right, Patrick, I've got a freak. Please. And it's going to Spurs legend. This is a very Spursy uh, group of segments for me. Spurs legend Joe Hart for posting on his personal Instagram after they got bounced by Dynamo Zagreb. <laughs> Job done, 3-0. And then some, like, flex emojis. Um, only to, I guess, realize that it was actually his team that lost 3-0. And uh, there was a prompt, awkward apology that followed where he basically admitted that he does not control his own social media. Um, And I guess we'll just leave it at that because the alternative is he just went full troll mode on his own employer. Yeah, yeah. The job done. Just just tickled the gums (laughs) as I read it. I I just got to wonder. if So a social media guy is just not watching the game, but takes enough effort to put together. I mean, wait, Larice played in that game. Yeah, maybe the social media guy was just really, really heated. Here's how I think it went down. After the way the first tie went, the first leg went, this guy who works for Joe Hart or Spurs did not watch the game. In In the digital age, could have looked up the final score Instead, he asked a friend and said, what was the final score? That person said 3-0, and the guy was like, okay, well, I mean, it must have been Spurs. Job done. And and here we are in this pickle. Truly is. Remarkable. Truly is. That's it. Great. Great. Um, My Freak of the Week, James, there's also a bit of trivia here, uh, is going to be the Referees Association. I believe it was the P... FA, is that what it's called? Uh, Whatever it is, Referees Association. I found out uh, that in 2018, um, zero English referees were selected for the World Cup, which was the first time in 80 years that English referees had not been invited to the World Cup. And so when we're looking at the problems with VAR and we're seeing, okay, how is this 
working. Watch a Champions League game. They get the answers pretty damn quick. Europa League even, not so bad. You know, I think we're, we're, we're just, we have incompetent people using the tool. So they are my freak of the week. And this freak comes with a little little slap on the wrist as well. Get your shit together. Um, you're, you're an embarrassment at the global stage. Damn. Speak, your, speak truth to power, King. We got a great league and it's getting ruined mm-hmm. by, these, yeah. by these asshats. So yeah. they Who need to get their shit together. Who would be pro-VAR? No, pro VAR, with the hope that it would correct the issues sure, of sure. The, the donkey brains, but seems to have yeah. exacerbated them. So, no. sports definitely better for it. Yeah, uh, we're gonna need to work on that. Mm-hmm. It's not going sure. anywhere. Do you think there's actually a scenario where it goes away, where they're just like, there's no, no more VAR? No, no. We've opened Pandora's box. You've yeah. seen what's inside. So you're just gonna be grumpy and hold on to hold on to that forever. Yeah, it's gotta get better. It. Patrick, I what game was it? Um, it was a game this past week where oh oh this is killing me because I know what it was. Um, someone scored in oh it was in the West Ham Arsenal game. Uh, Antonio via Suchek put the ball in the back of the net to go mm. up 2-0 or 3-0. It's like an important goal in an important game. And he just assumed Suchek was offsides, so there was muted celebrations. Nothing really happened. They just kind of trotted back. Antonio was, like, mouthing, like, oh, you were offside. Turns out he wasn't, and it's a goal. And then you move on. Y- you know, it's, it's, it, just, it just hits different now. And it's not a surprise anymore. It's just the way the game has evolved. But hopefully we can do some course correcting. Yeah, I guess that just didn't really bother me that much, like the celebration. Maybe it was because it was against Arsenal. And I was just like, yeah, was I whatever. mean, I think you got to take that into context. Yeah, but no, I mean, I just I think it's also just part of um, like it's so common with American football, like the touchdown in the court of the end zone. Like, okay, whatever it's called, let's see the replay because we don't know. You know, I think it's just yeah. something I'm so like accustomed well, to. Like, to be let's fair, wait for the probably, video confirmation. Yeah, I guess to be fair, it's probably the no fans too. That's definitely a factor. Oh, yeah. If the flag stayed down, the fans would be losing their shit. Right. Anyway. Uh, solar.com. Patrick, Ooh. what do you know about solar? A whole lot, James, but I'm going to let you explain it to everyone. Well, let's start here. It comes from the sun. And you know what happens? That sun powers your home, and the folks at solar.com will do it for you at the cheapest price guaranteed compared to... Uh, competitors so go ahead and give solar.com a shout if you want to turn your house uh sun powered so basically no gimmicks no no thingamabobs just facts that's what they say that's what they say on the website you can go look it up and we will be here spreading the good word through to the end of the year patrick is a fan i'm a fan got no reason not to be and they are our sponsors for goal of the week so patrick would you have a goal of the week that you would like to read? James, I can give this goal of the week in good conscience because it did not impact the result. Andy was sent off, but it's got to go to Eric Lamella. I mean, the, ma- the man hit a Rabonia Meg right into the bottom corner seamlessly. It has to go to one him. of the best Premier League goals of all time. It's my goal of the week. It'll probably be my goal of the month. It might be my goal of the year. So, yeah, well, done deal. James, I think we still you still haven't gotten that sorted. 
just how that works. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a goal of the week. Definitely a goal of the week. Okay, so it's your goal. Oh, it's your goal of the week on a, on a good conscience. Your goal of the week. It's a good conscious goal of the week. Um, <laughs> and we'll we'll sort out goal of the month. I feel like you're doing year. the long. Yeah, you're doing a bit of a long con here that I don't exactly like. <laughs> 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 I'm rooting that out right now. I'm snuffing it out at the source. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But it, it it has to be. It has to be. It was it was yeah. It was one of the like what was Regulon's reaction was just said it all. You know, it was one it of those was, that yeah. just was yeah me. You couldn't believe it. You couldn't believe it. And of course, yeah. they pulled, he pulled Ver- it off. verbal meme. Me, Sergio Regulon, um, Eric Lamella, Prem de la Prem. When it comes out with a new episode. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Patrick, this, this this part of the show to end the show just says district. We're in a we're in an international break, so I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you figure it out. Um, do you think we're gonna do another podcast before the third? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I do. Then I'm gonna give you some spicy futures that I like. I'll be taking these. I got four of them for you. Um, actually, no, three of them. I did also bet that Arsenal would win the Europa League at plus. 275. Take that if you will. Odds won't get better than that. Um, At plus 225, you can get a top three exact order of Manchester City, Manchester United, and Chelsea at plus 225, which I like. Um, City, United, Chelsea? Yes. I like that very much. Yes. Um, You're not going to like this one, uh, but I got Everton finishing top six. Top six at plus 350. And I got West I, Brom to yeah. finish bottom at plus 150. Okay. I like all of those. I'll also let you know that Newcastle are favored over Fulham to go down. I fully believe that. I mean, it's within the space of a game. And if you just consider that last match week six-pointer. Patrick, I anyone, take bet against Newcastle until something changes in manager in, in, in the managerial sphere it's it's bad yeah it's real bad i I read about it you know did my background research you think they've completely given up on him like he's completely lost the locker room i do if you read about the bust-ups that are happening and you know Mm. his replacement of darlow with dubrovka um it's not Not looking good. good it's not good one bit it's not looking good okay i guess that's your lot yeah we'll get into the um actual games next week with the next pod um mm-hmm. but if you're if you're curious yeah spurs no. minus 155 a, to beat we do a lot of sorry i just cut you off spurs minus 155 to beat newcastle in the next game seems like a good bet yeah sure enough well folks we've come to the end of the road and i know we do a lot of horsing around patrick and i but i think this is just a nice little moment for a bit of honesty a bit of big ups thank you guys for being true listeners and and coming back to the well when it had nearly dried up. We are back. We are in a bit of a busy blip, but we are going to try and keep the content coming at a weekly basis. And don't forget to check us out on Last Fan Standing if you want to get quizzical. Uh, and we will keep the good vibes going into the end of the season, which is sure to be action-packed. So, Patrick, tell these folks goodbye. Goodbye, folks. Uh, we'll see you on the next one, uh, which will be Okay, before... that's all I needed. Okay. Yep. I, I think a goodbye would have sufficed. Anyway, 
Folks, I apologize for Patrick. He's still learning the ropes. But on behalf of the both of us for Prem de la Prem, we are signing off, and we will see you next time. Brilliant. What's up, Prem heads? Make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts at Prem de la Prem, a Premier League podcast, and smash that subscribe button for all other interviews, segments, and hot takes that you can handle. You can also find us on Instagram for some fire content at Prem de la Prem podcast. No spaces, no punctuation, just like life.